Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. You guys don't even know where we're at. Oh, no. You know where we're at because I've been posting vlogs. Yes. Welcome, people, to Bali, Indonesia. We are here in Chiang Mai. And I have a special guest on we the podcast. Mai, I said Chiang Mai. Chiang <laughs> Mai. We are Changu. I meant Changu, dude. Yeah. Of course, of course. So uh, I'm with the number one Chiang Mai homie here, the one and only Tim, the conversion guy, aka Muay Thai Nomad, and I am here to share his story about how he basically was a programming student and then dropped out of college to do the freelance life to do the digital nomad life to do the travel and work life to do the work remote life whatever you want to call it the entrepreneurial life the four-hour work week life whatever it is all i know is a few years ago he was in college and he dropped out and now he's in bali working on his own schedule so tim yeah, tell everyone, I guess, like, uh, yeah, how did you find yourself here in, in Chiang Mai and yeah. now in Bali? And um, what's your story, man? First of all, where are you from and how did you get here, man? All right, so I'm from Los Angeles, California. I went to college in San Luis Obispo, Cal Poly Slow. And while I was there, I was a comp sci student. I was basically, I was living that safe life, right? I was, uh, as an Asian, your parents want you to be a doctor, lawyer, or engineer. I was pretty close with being a computer science. I was computer engineering, computer science at first. And I don't know, man, three years into it, I uh, got a job at a subsidiary of Boeing, started doing some like actual software development. And after a while, it was boring, man. Like I gotta say, like working in that environment, like that kind of vibe sitting there for like eight hours a day, just working on stuff that I personally was not very passionate about, it was wow. tough. It was tough. It's it's like, I don't know, I think it's really important for people to just go find out what's important to them and to pursue that. And for me, I knew this was not important to me. I knew like whatever software I was working on at that time was not that great. And just the process of working on software was like, it wasn't really my thing at the time. So I had a big choice to make because that was, uh, it was a very safe path. It was a very yeah. good path. It's like, I oh, mean, yeah. that's the thing right now, right? Like. Everyone wants to. Everyone who's in college, like or high school, going to college, they're like, "Oh yeah, programming is a big thing. You want to make big bucks. You want to make big money. Go yeah. to Silicon Valley. Go programming. Go computer science and learn how to make apps and like all that stuff." But I think the trap here is that like not everyone actually wants to program. Not everyone actually is inspired or motivated by this kind of thing. And a lot of people are doing it purely for the money and for yeah. the safety. Just because they hear. Oh, programming. Oh, I heard you can make 150k a year to be a programmer for X company. But you know, tooting my own horn here. It's yeah. a, it's a think about your life before you sign up for, you know, a 40-year yeah. career. Yeah, look. Okay, so I was third year into it. The one good thing about programming is that it allowed me to actually make shit, make cool shit, and this is what I really wanted to do. By the third year, I was like, okay, I know enough programming to actually like make cool things, make some cool apps or do some web stuff, and I didn't want to be working on stuff that I didn't want to work on anymore. And I hated answering to people. I hated, uh, I guess, just being watched over the shoulder like 24-7. Not 24-7. It, was, it wasn't even like that bad, but just... I don't know, to be your own boss, to have that kind of freedom and to go in the direction that you choose, this is like the best 
thing for me. I felt really restrained as far as my position, and of course, it takes a lot of hard work. It takes a lot of uh, it takes a lot of grind and also politics to move up. And for me, it just didn't seem like the path that I wanted to go down. Absolutely. It, 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 at first, it, it starts as we move over here. It starts with realizing that it's not the path you want to go down to, but it's a whole nother story to actually take the action to uh, take the action to quit. Because as we got the beach here now behind us, we got the waves splashing people. So it, it's one thing to you know realize that okay, this is not the path, but it's another thing to actually have the balls to quit. And so, what was that like? Okay, so basically what happened is, while I was in my third year of college, I got pretty depressed about just life in general. I was like, okay, where's my life going right now? And would I want to keep living like this? And honestly, every single day I sat sitting behind that computer, I felt like I was dying inside. I felt like I was wasting my life. I felt like I had so much more potential to fulfill and that I wasn't doing it. I wasn't going living the life that I really should be living. and. At that point, I, I almost contemplated suicide. Like, not like seriously. Like, Fuck. not like seriously. I'm gonna kill myself. But I was like, all right. Like, if I died right now, like, would it be any different? And I'm like, no. This is like, I feel like I'm already dead, just living this life. I feel like I'm not living. And so I basically had to make the decision. Like, all right, what is it that I really want to do with my life? Um, and I knew I wanted to do something that helps the world. Like, I'm pretty altruistic as yeah. far as that goes. Um, entrepreneurship was like becoming a big thing for me because I was like all these stories about people doing big things uh, and even little things that like actually help people people that are excited yeah. I just like the fact that people are passionate and ex excited about what they do yeah. and so this inspired me I was like I'm gonna go find it whatever it is like I didn't really know at the time but I knew that I had to do something I knew that I had to go out there and like make a change and so I basically I quit I decided to quit university uh, my third year and for one entire quarter, um, I was like still living at university in my house, like with my roommates who were in university. So, like but you my, were just not going to school I was yet. just not going to class, not going to school. I've heard that story before. Yeah. I have a friend that did that yeah. for a whole semester, like whole year. They're telling their parents they were going to school. So, yeah. at what time did oh, you yeah. you tell me earlier about yeah. the parents' story? So, oh, so how did how did that all work when you so you decided basically to not enroll in classes but stay yeah. on campus? All right, so. I don't recommend anyone does this, but also I gotta say, do what you have to do. I have Asian parents who are, who they, they love me, they care about me, but they're very, mm, I guess maybe like restricting in that they want you to follow a certain path. Yeah. And it's for your own safety and for your own well-being. But I knew that if I told them my plans to move to Southeast Asia and like start my own business, they're just like, holy sh they would they would just blow up on me and make it impossible for me to do it. And so for an entire quarter, um, I kind of like laid low. Uh, they would call me and they would like ask how things are going, and I would just be like, "Yo, it's like all oh, these projects, this, these classes are so tough. I'm studying a lot. Like, man, I was working my ass off to like plan my trip and like figure out what the fuck I was gonna do. But yeah, like I was basically telling my parents, like, oh yeah, no, I'm still in school. Like, like I'm still doing my thing. Just like, like co code a program that uh, makes fake grades for you, so they can like sign <laughs> in and like check your grades, but it's all like fake. Um, so as they're playing music right here, let's back over towards this way, uh, with the beach in the background, and we'll uh, we'll flip over into selfie stick mode like this. 
Yeah, buddy. So, um, okay. So, oh, that's a great view right there. So, yeah, how did, um, just take it from there. Yeah, yeah. All right. So for this entire quarter, my parents thought I was in school. I was not in school. I was, uh, I had a part-time software dev job and I decided, all right, I'm just gonna work eight hours a day and keep saving up money. Uh, and basically for an entire quarter, I just worked my ass off and basically like, it solidified the choice. All right, I'm never doing this again. I like grinded through that eight hours a day because I knew I wouldn't have to do it anymore. Like after this, like I'm gonna go find my path. I had to do what I had to do to make that money. So I'd have enough, I guess, leeway, uh, overhead because I had to figure out how am I going to make money when I go out here in Chiang Mai and Thailand. Like I know there's a lot of freelancing stuff that I could do, but I just don't really enjoy the for other people and for things I don't care about. Okay. Um, I wanted to make my own stuff, but I also had a lot more, I guess, training to do. Like as a developer, as only a third year student, I'm not amazing. I'm probably, I'm still like very low level, but I had the dream. I had, I basically knew, look, at this point in time, anyone who really wants to learn it, anything especially programming you can learn it all online for free it's really a matter yeah. of your your own discipline and yeah. whether you choose to do it or not your own ambition yeah and i basically i looked at the that one more year of school that i had and i was like wait like none of these classes i wouldn't i'm not going to use any of this knowledge anyway while i waste so much of my time and so much money to yeah. pay for these classes money, yeah. when i can just do things that are actually important to me and so i decided all right save up money by the end of that quarter i was like all right like i told my parents oh yeah uh in two weeks i'm flying out uh to thailand remember i mentioned oh, yeah. that yeah i was like i told like i mentioned going to thailand like maybe to study abroad and i guess they they never asked about it again uh i think they they thought i was joking but <laughs> this turned out to be like the realest thing in the world like I, it basically went from maybe studying abroad to alright fuck it I quit school and I'm just gonna go to Thailand and figure out my fucking life from there it's not, this uh, is all yeah. CGI guys yeah. this entire channel is, is CGI this is not real at all there's a green screen right here this yeah. is not real this Tim program no. this uh, YouTube no. live stream um, so at that time you were working at a dev job was that a remote job or you were no. you were at a desk you, you were working at 9 to 5 yeah, your just, parents knew that oh yeah okay so they knew you were working that and, and yeah and not going to class at that time oh no they thought i was going to class they, they thought, thought i was going, going to class, class and working 95 no they didn't know i was working 95 it was part-time at first and then i decided to take it full-time for a quarter because i made okay. more money and okay. yeah okay so how did you find out about chiang mai and why did you go there all right so basically at the same time i decided oh, i don't want to be working like these regular jobs i got into through I don't know, just Googling, like reading blogs and stuff. You find out stuff about entrepreneurship and you start to hear about this thing called being a digital nomad. <laughs> you start to look into it and you're like, holy shit, like people can just like move halfway across the world and like live amazing lives, like see all this cool shit and just like do their fucking thing. Be a digital bromance. Yeah. yeah, man. So, yeah. I don't know, I figure... So that's, that's how Thailand came on the map for me. The other thing was at that same time, I started training Muay Thai just to get, like you know pick up a side hobby. I always wanted to do martial arts, and I fell in love with it very quickly. And I started reading Muay Thai blogs, and it's like, oh, there are all these guides on how to go to Thailand, how to train in Thailand, and how Chiang Mai is one of the great places to train. And I was like, okay, shit, there you go, I'm going. Fuck yeah! yeah. So you booked your one-way ticket. When when yeah. was this? This was July of 2015. July of 2015. Wow. Yeah. 
that is just when my uh, my main product launch happened, July of 2015. Yeah, coming up on uh, three years now. Um, so of course, you guys know that's not long after I got to Chiang Mai. I got to Chiang Mai October 2014. So wow. So yeah, since you went to Chiang Mai, what was it like starting out? And like, were you making any money online at that point, or like, yeah, how did you start? Yeah. So. And how much did you have saved up? That's a big question. Yeah. Okay, I think around that point I had like seven to nine thousand dollars. I don't remember the exact okay. thing. That's good. Yeah, um, I think it was like around seven to eight k, and I was like, all right, I have a lot of overhead, so that uh, because I knew like I want to make some kind of product or like I just wanted to go the entrepreneurship route. I just wanted to like make something that like helps people, something that's interesting. I didn't know what. And so I knew I needed time to train because I was not done learning at this point. It's not like I'm just gonna go fuck off and like stop like trying to become a better person and like yeah. stop stop my grind. Like it, it only continued from there. It was just a different path, which I think was just way more efficient because I got to focus on learning exactly what it is that I need to know, not stuff that people yeah. say I need to know so I can get a piece of paper that really doesn't yeah. mean anything um, except that I you know did what other people except told me that, to yeah do. except that you have an extreme yeah. capability for memorization yeah yeah and so let's see that first month was actually tough i gotta say like you move out by yourself and i did not i took someone's advice like just go there and walk around and find a place i personally would not recommend that because of how easy it is to find good places now before you actually go because now there's so many people being nomads, especially in Chiang Mai. There's good information out there about the places that are actually good to live. And if you just book a place for a couple of days like me, you're going to be sweating balls walking around a very small area and not really sure uh, what your best option is. Yeah, it, it's easier with a motorbike. I did at that time. I took, I took one day. I checked into a hostel that's actually owned by my Muay Thai friend and uh, rented a motorbike from them also. Shout out to uh, Shadow Motorbikes and oh, I just took one day and took my motorbike and drove around to lots of apartments but there's way that you can do it uh, online yeah anyway back yeah. to back to getting yeah, started no, making money you know hold up real, real quick though you know Nina oh yeah you yeah. did you train at um, Hong Kong yeah. oh! <laughs> small world small world wow dude do you no, know okay I'll tell you about another small world after this okay. video um, someone else from uh, Hong Kong actually saw them just yeah. while we were doing this video. Walk up, they're surfing. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was them. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, this is this is a, this, for people that don't know. Chenggu is um, another digital nomad like hotspot, and a lot of people go from Chiang Mai back and forth here. A lot of people that are here now that were in Chiang Mai in the last couple months because it's burning season right now in Chiang Mai. So, anyway. Um, yeah, back to get, getting started. How did you start yeah, making money after you found an apartment? Okay, so let's see. As far as making money, um, when I first came over, I was trying to do my own thing, build products, and I basically like did not get uh, very far. But I had a lot of money saved up, so I had a lot of leeway, a lot of learning experience, and a lot of failures. By the time my money ran out like the next year, I was like, oh shit, okay, time to... Now I really have to make money because I had some other business ideas i had a partnership that was going for a while and i was like banking on like oh yeah this is gonna work like this thing that we're doing that we're building it's gonna work and so i just had enough money i was like all right like by the time i need money we're gonna be having good business but we had our differences and things didn't go the way that we planned and so i found myself very low on funds very low on money and needing to make money quick 
And so basically my options were programming, uh, which I didn't want to do because of how much I knew I didn't like doing it for other people. And two, something to do with marketing-ish because I learned a lot like through entrepreneurship, through trying to build your own businesses. I knew a lot of things about business and I learned a lot of things about marketing. And so I started going on Upwork and I was like, all right, like what are the jobs that are out here? Like what are good ways to make money online? Through some research, I found out that like this thing called copywriting popped up on the map for me. I didn't, I never heard of it before, but once I found out more about it, I was like, holy shit, this is like exactly what I needed to make these businesses succeed in the first place. This is what we were missing. Our messaging, like being able to communicate to people why we're important, who we are, what makes us special, why you would choose our product or service over anyone else's and all the other millions that are out there. This is like the key thing. And I was like, holy shit, like I need to go learn this and I'm gonna make money off of this. And so basically from like two or three months, I went all in, like just doing all of the copywriting, like learning the courses, like the reading the books from all the best marketers, handwriting copy every single day for an hour. Like there's this thing called copy hour. Anyone who's a copywriter has, who has heard of copywriting, like seriously, I would wake up, I would go to the coffee shop or the coffee shop and I would just write for like an hour. My hand would be like cramping and I would do this every single day because there's something about this process of like writing the same words as other people. Like it helps you get into the mentality, the mindset. It helps you analyze that copy on a little bit of a deeper level oh. than if you're just reading it because you can read a lot of stuff and not really retain it. But when you're writing it as if you're saying it, you kind of get more out of it. You get like the positioning, like where they're coming from and why this works, the way that they say it. And then you're able to reproduce that for yourself. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay, so let's step down here because the corn guy has a light for us. He's got a studio light. Um, so, of course, links to links to description and below. We're gonna let the corn guy be our video light, and I'm also gonna I'm also gonna switch hands. He's all looking at us right now, like what these guys doing? Don't worry, we'll get some corn after, sir. So step over here, Tim. Oh, now we got beautiful lighting here. Oh yeah, I'll get that right in there. Like that. Okay, so um, so how did how did copywriting go? Yeah, okay, chapter three. How did copywriting start to go, and how did you build your Upwork profile? Because as I mentioned before, getting started with Upwork, which is the biggest like freelancing site, it's like one step blocking everyone. Yeah. How did you how how do how do you get started? All right. So what I did is I did a lot of research. Um, there's a blog I found called freelance to win Danny Margulies he basically writes a blog like he, the way that he um, he made a lot of money I guess like six figures in like a year off of Upwork and he started teaching other people how to do it so I saw the stuff that he was doing and I was like okay so this is how you differentiate yourself basically he has this thing called the crystal ball technique where essentially you look at the you look at the jobs that you want or that are interesting to you and you basically almost try to read their mind like give them exactly what they need uh, if you don't have a portfolio which I did not at the time I basically took the guys like uh, he, he had the website up there and I basically tore it down. I was like, all right, like this is what's wrong with it. You need to do this, this, and this. Like you do this, you're gonna increase your conversions. You're gonna increase the effectiveness of your website. And basically like when you give someone a tailored personal response like that, like your chances go way up. They see you know what you're talking about. Even if you don't have a portfolio, you don't have any evidence like of your past success or anything like that. And that's basically what this guy teaches. So I saw his blog, I did it. And 
from the first job I landed a four-figure gig and I was like okay shit I'm gonna just keep doing this yeah wow. yeah. yeah people Tim is definitely not the first person I know who got started copywriting freelancing on Upwork so oh my gosh if you want to learn more uh, Tim's blog is in the description if you're curious at this point ready to go click over to Tim's blog or whatever so okay so um, yeah uh, continue I guess to how many clients do you have and, and yeah how is how is it going uh, how's it going still yeah and how long, how long ago was that that you got started okay, I got started about a year ago and since then hmm, basically because I didn't go all in on the freelancing business because I still wanted to make my own projects and do the entrepreneurship thing I started doing uh, I started only taking jobs when I really needed it and once I landed a job it's like okay like once I complete this job I have enough to live for like two or three months so I would use copywriting for my own projects so pretty much I was still uh, if you're like very entrepreneurial, like if you're very much like the kind of person that wants to build their own things, this is a very good thing for you to be doing because one, it helps you sell your own shit and two, it makes you enough money um, without that much of a time investment. Like once you get over that initial hump, once you gain enough skill to actually do it well, it makes you enough money off of just a couple of jobs so that you can go do a lot of other things. Um, and Heck yeah. yeah. So yeah, what did you start doing? What I start doing, so I take a job, uh, finish the job, and have enough money to live for a while. And I went through a lot of different projects. Actually, I went for a while. I was like considering writing a book about all of this stuff, like that I've learned, and um, as far as like efficiency and living an efficient life and that kind of thing. Uh, I realized that. I'm still not the best person out there. I mean, I'm 23 years young and as efficient and great as my life is, it's not the right time to be doing this. But it was very good for uh, self-reflection and got me. It, it got me in the flow of grinding out writing, like every single day, like to be able to write. And this was very transferable over to the actual copywriting. Um, after that, I t sadly took one more programming job that sounded really, really appealing to me, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna give this one more try. And it turned out to be one of the worst decisions I ever made as far as like, all right, like I was doing good with this copywriting thing. And I went back to programming just because like for for reasons that weren't that good, like, oh, yeah, this could be good money, good opportunity, good uh, potential to make some kind of positive impact. And I basically by the end of it came to the conclusion, all right, I'm not doing programming anymore, all in copywriting, marketing. And since then, hmm, go on Upwork. Uh, I've been getting clients as I need them but I was very confused for a long time like yeah. this is just right now like just in these last three months is when I started going all into this business but once you start getting these jobs and once you have a couple of clients it's very easy to keep the momentum going I would say so if you're starting this thing out don't be like me at the start where I would I would get a job and then I just wouldn't work for like one or two months just because I had enough to live. Like yeah. keep it going because in business that's really important. Speed and momentum. Like you you once you establish that momentum you don't want to lose it because then you're going to stop getting that lead like that lead fall and you're going to have to start all over again. So basically like uh, once I started getting back into it I had to go on Upwork and it was just like fuck like I have to start it's almost as if I'm starting from scratch it's almost as if like my past jobs like were not uh, weren't even there it's like I had to do the same thing from the start wow 
Interesting, interesting. So um, you're on Upwork. So tell tell people about. Um, so you're you're getting clients as you need them, which is, I guess is a, a good thing. You can get the clients, you can get the four figure uh, projects. Tell people about uh, Tim, the conversion guy. Yeah. Okay. And so how that started? Yeah. Yeah. So this is my new thing. Once I started going all into this conversions thing, I was like, all right, like I'm actually gonna go all into this as a business as, as a skill that I actually want to master because I see how valuable it is and so I started to brand myself as the conversion guy and the thing that I started taking um, I guess I picked up some mentors and I enrolled in some courses about copywriting and freelance copywriting that have been incredibly like just mind shift changing and this is where everything turned around for me the stuff that I was doing to get clients before Basically, like going on Upwork and like just trying to get those clients, like you're always gonna have to be doing that over and over and over again if that's the method that you choose, like to get stuff. Like you're always gonna have to be fishing for clients, and you're always gonna have to be like going out to them and picking and choosing from maybe jobs that aren't so exciting to you. Yeah. And so, basically, my strategy changed up uh, to start building authority. So recently, what I've been doing is I've been making blog posts guest blog posts and posting on other people's blogs instead of trying to build up my own blog and this was the number one thing that supposedly like I've seen in successful people I have not uh, published all of these blogs yet but look out for it because once those hit once those hit I, I'm hoping that it's gonna become the thing that explodes up and gets my authority and reach out there yeah. uh, so if you're starting out and you have knowledge on a subject or you even if you need knowledge on the subject write stuff right write about what you learn like i wish i did this way before like as i was learning these things like i knew all these things already but i wish i wrote about them as i was learning them because this would be killing two birds with one stone then you can get these things published published like if you write good stuff and you really know what you're talking about get published on other blogs and this is where you're going to really get that lead flow coming in like this is uh what my mentors have recommended me and so this is where i'm at with my business right now so yeah like hoping these next few months things are gonna blow up like i'm putting in that work right now and we'll see where things go from here heck yeah i remember reading about guest posts way back when i was in my apartment before i even came to chiang mai and um by the way <clears throat> i need someone to help me with that with guest posts i need to get on that just to to promote the authority of my blog as I mentioned before, I'm trying to build out the authority of my actual blog, WordPress site, livingthatlife.com for like, you know, digital nomad authority, travel authority, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I need to start doing that. So that's a good reminder for me. And um, I also will mention, I'm also looking to work with more interns. So if you watch to the end of this podcast, maybe it means you're hungry and or you're a uh, fan of the channel. Uh, I'm looking to work with more interns. Um, not just with the building the blog, but also with video editing, also with creating content. Um, so yeah, links below about that. Um, okay, cool. So Tim, so yeah, Tim, the uh, the conversion guy. So let's say someone out there needs your help. Um, yeah, what exactly is your like ideal client, and w what can you actually do for someone if they go to Tim to the con the conversion guy? All right, so. You go to theconversionguy.com if you need anything. Uh, that's where you'll be able to contact me. So I write landing pages, sales pages, emails, and web copy for people who, generally startups and entrepreneurs. Um, 
that are positioned for two things. One, for impact, two, for profit and return on investment. So your idea has to be making some kind of money and it has to be making some kind of positive impact. Right now, because I'm still uh, a little bit new to this business, I mean, one year in, but I haven't niched down yet. So I'm still open to working with all kinds of people. I've worked with some SaaS, some e-commerce, and some personal brands like coaches and consultants and that kind of thing. But soon I'm looking to niche down, but it's gonna take a little more, hmm, I guess, uh, more work down this path to see what really interests me the most and what is getting the most hits. But if anyone needs conversions, uh, if you want traffic, conversions, and sales, this is what I increase. This is the whole point of copywriting yeah. and the conversion guy. Yeah, making more money, turning more customers into sales, getting them to buy. So uh, let's transition back up to the co-working space, which is only a few minute walk here from the beach. This is Echo Beach here in Changu, Bali, if you're just tuning in. And um, of course, no one living that life, every video has to have food porn. So they're just grilling up some seafood. I got my buddy here grilling up some, woo, some yummy uh, clams and some fish. Anyways, there's my there's my food porn for the video, for the podcast. Um, and we back hands to this side. So let's walk up to Dojo and show them the one of the coolest co-working spaces that I've ever seen and uh, we just happened to run into each other <laughs> the other day working late night at dojo he's like taps me on the back I'm like oh shit so we obviously met in Chiang Mai as we mentioned so um yeah about um, your Instagram oh, yeah. uh, Muay Thai Nomad when did that start and uh, yeah what's good with that Alright, so I mean Muay Thai Nomad was kind of a concept that I had when I first went out because one, I was going out for Muay Thai, two, I was becoming a digital nomad. So I was like, alright Muay Thai Nomad, like I'm going to go around, I'm going to train, I'm going to work or make money online and I'm going to live the life that I want to live. And it's kind of a thing I wanted to do to inspire people, uh, tell people, like show people my story just so that other people would know that they could do it too. Um, exactly. I've been writing a lot, but... So my Instagram is up right now, but this is not like the thing that I knew was gonna make money. So, so yeah, Riley did a really that. damn good job with this, with like the living that life and like getting his self-expression and like that kind of thing out there. Like he did it really well. Uh, for me, I just had all th all these other projects, and I was like, all right, like this project was not the most important thing for me. But right now, it's like everyone I talk to, everyone. Uh, Everyone pretty much wants to hear about this, <laughs> like this yeah. thing, like going to Thailand to train Muay Thai and like to be a digital nomad and to travel the world. Yeah. Apparently, it's a cool thing. Apparently. I mean, duh. I mean, yeah. we came out here like fucking for a fucking reason because we saw it first <laughs> online and then we're like, oh, that's one of the dreams of mine. Let's go ahead with that. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah. So basically, like this Muay Thai thing. I love it. Like I'm still, I'm still in it, and it's one of those dreams that I have that I'm still pursuing, and that's why Thailand is such a good place for me. It's a little scary that Changu is so fucking awesome because it's like it's making <laughs> me want to stay here a little bit, maybe yeah. train over here. But no, this is this to me is like one really cool way to just go see the world, to train martial arts in different places, to learn from like different masters, different styles, like train with different people. Like it's fucking amazing. Like I would say. Uh, if you're interested in Muay Thai at all, or in any other kind of martial arts, like to travel the world and train martial arts is like one of the coolest like 
Yeah. Coolest, I guess, life stories you can yeah. have. Yeah. It's one of the dopest, uh, dopest things. I mean, just to be able to spend an extended period of time in another country is something that most people will never do in their life. You know, most people just travel for the two weeks, you know, once a year or every other year, and that's it. So, obviously tooting our own horn here, but the international lifestyle, as Evan Teague said once on this channel, more people need to experience it. And not just the international lifestyle, but the tropical lifestyle is, um, I mean, studies have shown that sunny days produce more serotonin and make you more happy. And so being from, especially me, uh, kind of a gray place in in Bellevue Washington it's every day it just makes you that little bit more happy and of course being able to work your own hours set your own schedule that was my dream that was my dream and uh, yeah always good to see people have that dream and then have the balls to go for it because it's one thing to have a dream I mean everyone has a dream right I think a very common one is the dream to travel the world um but not everyone actually makes it happen so but it's more possible than ever with uh with the internet and with youtube it's just a blessing so let's uh oh, here we here we are we're, we're at dojo now the doge so it's a uh, co-working space here and as you can see it was only a couple minute walk from the beach and let's go through real quick and just chit chat and uh, I'll just show you guys flip the cam this is your first video at dojo uh, actually I posted one today on YouTube the the official tour the official tour was uh, posted today here we got a cafe here where they have delicious um, salads and they even have poke bowls have you got salad here yet mm, no I have like some morning like they have this roll with like bacon and eggs oh my gosh anyways they have a cafe here cafe here guys just showing it because might as well because we're here we're so cool guys we're just showing you how awesome our life is basically we're just bragging in your guys's face ha 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 oh you guys still at boeing ha 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 actually i have a friend who uh i have a good buddy who does um electrical engineering at boeing he's coming out to visit for three weeks okay. this is his second his life, this is his second trip no he, he came for two weeks yeah. uh, like last year and he's like yep guys i'm coming out I'm coming out again. Um, so, um, <clears throat> I guess as we as we walk and talk a little bit more, um, let's say for someone working at Boeing, like someone like like you, a few years ago, whether you're in college or you're just out of college and you're working a job, like um, what would you tell yourself a few years ago? What are some like actionable actionable pieces of advice? That you, that you would give your past self or someone in that situation right now stop rationalizing how good it is like mm. deep inside you know you know how good it really is <laughs> like straight up figure out what's important to you ASAP and go hard on that ASAP otherwise you're basically wasting a lot of your life 
um, a lot of the potential you have to go do what makes you happy. Yeah, that's pretty much. You do this, and you'll you'll live a good life, man. That's that's what I can say. Yeah. Okay. That was that was all you needed to say, sir. Thank you very much, sir. Um, he he summed it up very good. But I'm just gonna show you guys that we have a pool here. He got the big. He got the big ass iPad, chilling. Anyways, Tim. Conversionguy.com. See you guys over there. Links below. Peace from Bali.